Welcome to episode 125 of TerraVision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. This is our spoiler cast episode where each fortnight we go through we watch a movie, me and Jen, and we go through it scene by scene and we'll spoil the fuck out of it for you. And like by the end you're gonna be like, that movie was shit. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, that movie was great, maybe I'll watch it. Um, it's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wings, and combat fracture. Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships. Uh, and we have a rating system, so you're not uh, left with your severed, someone else's severed dick in your hand. You're going, mm-hmm. what was the movie like? Mm-hmm. And we did it, in case you only know one letter of the alphabet <laughs> at a time, we did it as a letter-based system, which is... Well, we have A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie where high fives thrive. F is fun and done trash pile. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U, underrated. O, an overrated motherfucker. G, good for its time but has not held up. We've got the J, Jen special, a D-grade movie only I would like. D, Dan special, a movie with lots of practical effects, dismemberments, and of course, dicks. Uh, We've got the W, whatever, waste of my time. We have The Kesha, a low-budget hot mess. The C-, minus craft is stellar but I hate the content. And of course, our favourite, the McConaughey, which we don't really do that often. Which isn't but our it favourite. Is, it is what's my favourite. Well, when it comes up, that means I've had a shit week because I've had to watch a shit film. <laughs> uh, which is the fucking fucked. We watched it. You don't have to. But yeah, we don't get them very often because nothing's come as shit as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. <laughs> Nothing will ever beat Not that. Not yet. A Texas Chainsaw Massacre film where no one dies from a chainsaw. How can you yeah. beat that as being a shit film? It's true. It's yeah. so true. Because it still had the makings of a good film mm-hmm, with did. just every element being shit. Yeah. So it wasn't just like shit because it was like low budget and they couldn't afford no, to do shit. I love low budget. It had high, it had big actors in it. It had like everything it needed except they just didn't do anything right. Exactly. Garbage. And this week we watched Fright Night um, from 2011, the remake of Fright Night, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which I've never seen and, you know, lots of people, it came, it came up on the list for me and I was like, and it was under the you know, the banner of comedy horror. And I was like, yep. you know what? I enjoyed the first Fright Night. I haven't seen any of the rest. Mm, Although no. I, when I was looking it up, it's got Fright Night. Then there's Fright Night 2. But then there's Fright Night Part 2 that came out in like 2005 or some shit. And I'm sure. like, what do you mean? <laughs> there was already a second one. Did they not notice? Well. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What's it's a... Uh, Who's in it and shit? All right. So this is directed by Craig Gillespie, who did some stuff that I literally cannot remember off the top of my head. I'll look it up. You keep talking. He's done some pretty good stuff. Um, Screenplay is by Marty Nixon, but it is based on the story by Tom Holland, who did the original Fright Night. Oh, not Spider- What's Spider-Man's name? Is that, uh, is that his, his, his name? It's, it is a Holland, but I don't know. What, what is his first name? Fuck, I'm tired today, man. I can't think on the fly. Uh, the film stars Anton Yelchin, uh, Rest in Peace, Colin Farrell, David Tennant, and Tony Collette. So oh, we, this we, director did I, Tonya. That's right. He did I, Tonya, which and the is a Cruella film. fucking film. And yeah, so that, yeah, he's, he's got he's, his shit together. He, he's done stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's done stuff. Um, so this film's got a fantastic cast. The budget was $30 million and the box office return was $41 million. So yes, it is a success, but just kind of scraped over that finish line, if you think about it. Yeah, Tom Hollard. Hollard? Holland. Holland. Mm-hmm. Holland is Spider-Man. Ah. A- uh, actor. Okay. So is it a different Tom Holland? Yes. 
Yes, I, I don't feel that... Because that's why I looked at it and went, huh, he would have been real young. He wouldn't have even been born yet. So Fright Night came out in, what, 1985? Yeah, Tom, that, or I, I thought, no, but I thought this one. Yeah. Because he's like, he was born in 1996. So how old would he have been? I don't know. No, but yeah, he wouldn't have been old enough. Mm. He would have been like 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's writing Fright Night at 10, then good kudos oh, no, to 16. him. Doesn't matter. Fuck, I'm so bad at math when I'm on, when I'm like, um, when you're on the spot, on the spot, yeah, yeah no failure. Because I was like, oh, Tom Holland, that's that's cool. And I did, I looked at it and I just went two thousand. Yeah, that tracks. Because <laughs> it's a story by him, and maybe you just like mentioned it in a thing. And now who's in it? Did he say? You All know right, that? so Anton this? Anton Yelchin. Who is he? So he died. Um, in real life. In real life, he got crushed by his car. As in he was driving it or it just no, rolled on No, no, it? it rolled and like, I think he was checking the mailbox and the, the car, like there was a fault in the car or something and he ended up getting crushed. Um, but he That's was crazy. Yeah. He was in that movie Green Room and he was in the Star Trek movies. Yeah. The Star Trek bit. Um, so yeah, that was he like was a- He was in Odd Thomas. I haven't seen that. Classic film. No, I don't <laughs> Green Room. Yeah. that that, that uh, Ross loves that film. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it from what he described. It just looked like fucking horrible. Yeah, it's pretty uh gore porny. Yeah. Not gore porn, just the No, it's it's, it's a realistic uh betrayal yeah. of the worst shit in humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like films like that. No. Fuck, no, I can't don't. believe he's died. That's rubbish. Yeah, he Cuz he, he looks like Tom Holland as well. He kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, maybe." But then this film just keeps going with its cast. Yeah, you've got Colin Farrell. Fuck yeah. Fuck Dreamboat. Yeah. Dreamboat with a fucking, uh, I love him because he's got a disabled child like I have. Yeah. So I yep. think he's fucking all right. He's he's pretty fucking dreamy. I, I'm, I'll admit it. His he's, eyebrows, he's... mate. They're like pitch black. Yeah. Like you look at them and your brain just stops. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hypnotic. And he's got like a beard that can't be stopped. Yeah. Like he shaves. He like razor shaves, and you can. St- he's one of those people you can still see his beard under his skin. So he's the manliest of sexy manly men. He is. Yeah. He should have been Superman. Yeah. With a little curl at the front, Ooh. and they buffing up and shit. Shiny Superman, maybe. I wouldn't see him as Superman now. What? Henry. What's that? Henry Cavill. Cavill? Clavill? Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's not Superman anymore. No, he's not. He's not the Witcher anymore either. Oh, really? He was a great Witcher. Yeah, I think he kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I'm pretty certain he's like, fuck y'all, I'm open out of the Witcher so I can be Superman again. And then DC are like, mm, actually, no. So now he's neither. But they're, they're, like, gonna... they're still pissed off they had to CG his moustache off <laughs> from like that Mission Impossible why film. Would you, like, why would you CG out a moustache when you can just... Like, have moustache Superman. Put a moustache on, like... Well, Superman's had a beard before and a mullet. Yeah, he has. He like, definitely has. Like, why don't they bring back mullet beard Superman? Oh, please don't. Oh, what do you mean? Or no, at least, fucking mullet. Oh, no, yeah, mullets are kind of kind of cunt shit right at the moment, whatever that yeah. means. Like, you know, all the young youth, the youths, mm-hmm. the prob- like you, they all want it. But then again, I had a mullet and spiky uh, moose hair when I was younger. Like, yeah. That was the thing. And and I was that kid. I was yeah. the kid no, like, that we didn't like. And, yep. and when I think back to how I was, I was fine. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think that was different though. Like it's this is a fashion trend for dickhead youths. Yeah, but lots of Mullets. little kids are doing it as well. And, they, and, and, and they're not dickhead youths. Like they're just oh. copying what's happening at the top, which yeah. is what I was doing. Um, Anyhow, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Who's the next one? David Tennant. Fuck yeah. Fuck I, yeah. I mean, lots of people don't like David Tennant, but I think he's Why? great. I don't know. 
Well, fuck them. No, I think David Tennant's great. Um, him and uh, uh, fucking Jessica Jones as the Purple Man mm. is one of the most terrifying characters I've ever seen. Interesting. I've not seen that. It's so good. Watch the first season of Jessica Jones. It's so okay. good. Don't watch any of the rest. You don't need to. No, but the fine. first one, man, he is terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and he's done lots of like kind of like terrifying. Like, although Claire like looked at him and, and she was watching it as well, and she was like. I didn't watch it with my mum this time. Oh, come on. So we're not going to get a mum quote? No, there's no mum quote. Do we she have a Claire quote? Mm, this is it. Uh, she basically like looked at her and she goes, David Tennant in Vampire. Because she thought he was a vampire. Yep. Like, because she only walked in. Yeah. A, a, a vampire. Wasn't he a vampire in that other film where we watched recently? That shit film? I'm like, what, what's, he, what's she talking about? Then I realized she was talking about Matt Smith in Morbius. Mo, oh, Mor- my God. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> you just thought... Like, they've got, like, Time Lords mixed up. Yeah. Like, oh, she, she, she thought they're, like, all Time Lords actors, vampires. No, no, David Jones, the good. Yeah. Good actor, he's, man. And he does, he's very, he's got a funny range. And in this, he's perfect. He does. He does have and a funny And then range. my fucking then, favorite female oh, actor. Whew, Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Underutilized in this film, as we both agree. Straight off the bat, we'll say it. I don't care. And then there's also McLovin. Oh, fucking McLovin. What's his real name? Isn't it like Christopher Mintz Plazzi or something? Plays Uh, or... I'm just going to write McLovin into the internet because I'm... He has... It just comes up with him. Yeah. He has a punchable face for me. I just... I really don't like him. You're not supposed to like him. As a person, His name's Augie Fox. What? Yep. No, that's a movie character. I was going to say, that's... That's a movie character he played in as McLovin. Yeah. Fuck. Christopher Mintz Palace. Yeah. I got that wrong, didn't I? Um, I love this actor. He plays the same character in every film. Yeah, I fucking hate him. Why? I I don't know. He he plays a cocksure nerd. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about him. McLovin. I loved him as well. I liked him. Oh, see, well, here's the thing. I hate Superbad. I love Superbad. I fucking hate Superbad. Superbad is, I've had that night a thousand times as a kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah, got gone to parties I shouldn't have been at. You know the girl, yeah. Every part of it, like not all on the one night, because too no. bad that's like. But I'm pretty sure that this is like you know a, a fucking, you know, it was a. Uh, uh, oh, can't, can't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, experiences from the directors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. Uh, but all of them in one night. But yeah, yeah I've done those bits of those night. Every, all of them, you know, gone to the wrong party with older people that are bad news and fucking everything. I mean, yeah. I've never had a period on me though. Well. But anyhow. Um, but yeah, and he I, was he in. Is he in like? He's in fucking kick like ass. Role, mo- role models. Yeah, he's in that. He plays exactly the same kid again. He's in yep. this. In this, he is a skateboarder, but he's also a fucking larping into that kind of shit. Yep. Uh, kick ass. He plays Red Mist. Yeah, um, but he's still that. He's still that fucking nerd. But he's got money. Yeah, yeah. He, nah, yeah. I, he I think just... he's a good. Act, like he's been. He's done well for himself. You just don't like the people he acts as. You don't know what he's like in real no, life. No, I don't know what he's like in real life. But also, like, I, I don't like Michael Sarah, And I, up until recently, I didn't like Jonah Hill. Uh, Jonah I've, Hill I've really, really came out good, I've didn't really he? come around on Jonah Hill, I got to say. That fucking mid-90s film he made? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. And yep. then heaps of other shit that he's just been in. Yeah. I started liking Jonah Hill from This Is The End. Oh, no, I don't like that film. I was like, I love that film because that has all those people in it. I really like Seth Rogen. Yeah. I think he's funny. I, I really want to buy some of his pottery. I didn't even know he made pottery. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, he, he has his own line of pottery. He, he makes, like, ashtrays for weed. 
I mean, you could use well, it for he, whatever. He, but... he reminds me, Seth Rogen is what Kevin Smith should have grown into. Yes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yep. he should have been that insane. Kevin Smith has gone off the fucking deep end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't listen to this. He doesn't. No. Um, but uh, anyway, we should get on with this. We, we really need to talk about we the could film. Seriously Instead of my just... hatred for young people actors yeah. who Tony are actually Collette, my though. age. She's fucking... Fucking Tony Collette. Tony Collette. She you want to see her best. in a film? Tony Collette is in a lot of films that aren't good, but... But she's good. She's wicked in the films. Yeah. Like, look at... I mean, then there's Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all her other ones. Snubbed for the Oscars. Well, she was in that um, TV show, The United States of Tara, where she played like five different characters. Jeez. She's just, Tony Collette is... It. Um, anyhow, what is it? the queen. What Did we talk about his budget? We did. It is $30 million and box office return was $41 million. So it, f- f- yeah, it kind of, it's, it's, it's a success. Fine. It's a success, but I wouldn't really, hmm. yeah, wasn't. You know. Anyway, you can't run from evil when it lives next door. I like that. A teenager suspects his new neighbor is a vampire. Unable to convince anyone, he tries to enlist the help of a self-proclaimed vampire hunter and magician in this remake of the 1985 comedy horror classic. That's basically just the the synopsis of the first, of the original. Yeah. Just without that line at the end, do they realise? Oh shit, we better like. Well, like it's it's exactly the same, guys. So we might as well just you know, yeah, whatever. It isn't exactly the same. No, no uh, there are different. But to, to tell you the truth, I kind of just forgot about the original watching this one. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, I haven't watched the original in quite some time. Didn't so... we do it as an episode? No, no. I'm I'm pretty certain you watched it back when we were doing doing oh, a really? different sort of format. Oh, oh man, we I never revisit. I never liked Fright Night mm. as a kid. Yeah, I like the cover. It had that fucking you know the monster. Great uh, the, cover. The, had like a ghost coming mm-hmm. over a house. Well, there's no ghost in it. Nope. But <laughs> like, the cover's really. Uh, it had a really good cover. Mm. Front of two, I think it was in a coffin cover. Like it had one of those like ones because yeah, it was in a building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, well maybe I'm thinking about Poltergeist. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I I avoid. I wasn't a vampire person when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only like vampire films I liked when I was younger was like Dust Till Dawn. Yep. And I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, Blade. No, I no, never watched that till real later in my life because I was oh. like, mm, it's just a bunch of fucking pretty cunts talking to each other. <laughs> That's what I thought. I tell you, um, I, I used to like being having that punk attitude when I was younger. I used to like make a lot of like accusations that were like have no, had no proof. Yeah. Like, I used to think something. You know, I never used to watch. I never watched The West Wing because I thought it was about a hospital. Like the wing, a west wing of a hospital. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Fucking hell. And I just don't like hospital shows. No, well, that, hey, that's fine. Anyhow, that so this fine. movie starts. Uh, dramatic, dark, and stormy flyover shot of like, of what at first, I, I, I couldn't really tell at this point because it's dark and stormy. Of an, I, 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 I wrote an idyllic American suburb yeah. kind of thing, but like a rural one because it's not. it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere kind yeah. of thing. At this point. I didn't know where it was set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we and we it's, we find out it's set in Vegas. Yeah. So we all know Vegas is like very barren. Ba- Vegas a is a place desert. that shouldn't exist. Yeah. No. Really. They pump so much water to it. And oh shit. my god. Yeah. So it's it's basically in the middle of the desert, and it's a uh, an estate that's been built clearly because yep. of the richness around. Mm-hmm. Vegas, but it's, it's not near Vegas. Yeah. Like, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's basically a square with just packed-in fucking houses. Anyhow, mm-hmm. we cut to a TV playing a trailer for Peter Vincent. 
uh, vampire, uh, like vampire hunter, magician. But it's like overall sexy man. But it's like it's not a TV show. He's no. like a stage. He's a Vegas. Yeah, he's, he's, a Ve- he's like a Vegas act. He's like a, yeah, a David Copperfield yeah. or a fucking Elvis. Yeah, you know he's a, he's, he's got his residency in in Las Vegas. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. he lives in the hotel that he like plays at. Yeah, and he looks like um, what's the fucking what's that that Australian comedian? Whoa. No, 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 that British comedian, the one that he looks like. Um, fucking is it. Brand, Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah, he does have some rough Russell Brand vibes. Yeah, Peter Vincent. He's got the long hair and the beard and the makeup and yeah. all this shit. So the leather. And, and I didn't know who this person was who was acting at first. I okay. was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Took and his show's called Fright Night. Yeah, welcome to Fright Night. And it's all like over. And it keeps zooming away. We go through the house and then we see a boy suddenly get thrown out of a bedroom into a hole, like mm-hmm. thrown from like you know throwing. Yeah. You know, he falls to the ground. He gets up. We see something that's throwing him. Yep. He scruffles around into his be- parents' bedroom. <gasps> They're all fucking killed. Uh. They're all gore, gore messed. They're blood. They're everywhere. The mum's on the bed. The dad's next to the bed. Dead. Boy sees. Doesn't care. Jumps under the bed. Hides. Grabs a gun from underneath the mattress. Yep. For some reason, he, his dad's got the bullets in his pocket. Doesn't no, matter. so the gun's loaded, but the gun has a lock on it. So he oh. reaches into his dad's pocket to pull out the keys, conveniently in his pocket, um, and unlock. I think I was typing at yeah, that that's point. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I just thought he was like, the why the dad got the bullets in his pocket? <laughs> Man, <laughs> just, America's weird. Yeah, right. So yeah, he's he's unlocks it, locked and loaded. But while he's fumbling around, what he doesn't notice is right next to him, his dad's body is being dragged out of shot. So. You know, wherever he he is, you know. Don't know why in hindsight because the guy's already dead and it was a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. So we get this demonic hand sort of uh, reach down. I called it a blue-green hand. Uh, (laughs) Bluey-green. Elongated fingers. It's it's got long nails. It's a It's It's standard. I wonder if it's a vampire. mm, Why would you even keep it like? Yeah. Because we know. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, So we get this like this absolutely demonic sort of growl and then the f- bed flies off the kid and he is dragged away dragged out of shot and then with a hard cut bang to the fright night titles i like didn't mind these titles mm. so fright night's written in blood yep but it's like we've got like a flyover shot now of the town in the daytime yep and we can see that it's in the middle of nowhere, you know, and it's this packed community. But Fright Night's written as if it's like these giant bloody letters in the scene. So, like, the, the, the letters are casting a shadow yep. onto the ground and they're moving at the same time as the camera. I like that stuff. Yeah. No, this when, was... when I saw that in um, Panic Room, do you remember the start I of remember Pan- Panic Room, The yeah. start of Panic Room and all the titles were on all the film. Yeah. I mean, all, all the titles were on the buildings and yep. shit like that. They do it in a video game, uh, that Prey video game, the one okay. that, um, that's not about the alien abduction. Actually, no, they're both about it. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, they do that in that where, like, there's a flyover shot and the the, the title of the, the, the uh, Prey is in the shot. I really like that. But, yeah, yeah. we see the town. It is very – it's like a fucking uh, – it's like one suburb. That's all it is. Yeah. There's no roads – there's like a road leading into a giant square and the houses are just like 
gridded on there, mm-hmm. so tightly locked, and it's like it looks like a, it's a it's a display suburb. Basically. It does. It looks like a display suburb. There are um, uh, for sale signs everywhere, so it looks like it's a newly sort of established uh, yeah. estate, and people are, are like move, starting to move in, um, and then yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we think it, we, you know, there's like, you know, there's pe- people walking around. There's kids playing under the hose. You know, it's 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 a neighborhood. It, yeah. it's like they're they're building. They're trying to build the, the the neighborhood from poltergeist. Pretty much. So despite the fact that this is the built American in, dream, yeah, in Vegas. Despite the fact that it's in the middle of the fucking desert, um, yeah. it once you get into the suburb, it's just another suburb. Yeah, we like we get introduced other. to Charlie. He's the main character. He uh, is wheeling his motorbike up the street, which is broken. Mm, it's just, it's he, not having it. Yeah, he, uh, a, a babe, a textbook babe, I wrote. Yep. Like, bleached hair, blonde hair, active wear. Yep. Fucking, and like, and she's not young. She's like a mum. Is that, or Yeah, no? she kind of, like, she would kind of look, I she's, don't think she's, she was she's a wh- mum, but she's definitely. She's way older than him. Oh yeah, yeah. That they wouldn't get together, you no, know. No, I mean? she'd like, be in. But her, she's like, not like Tony Collette age. She's like no. she's in the middle. And she'd be matter. in her. She like owns the 30s. house she's coming out of. Yeah. He, he can't own a house. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> she, but she's like you know bleach babe, and you can say like you know living that close to Vegas. Yeah. And then you realize that every fucking person in this neighborhood is too good looking. Yes. Oh, uh, everyone. He fucking. talks to her. They have a bit of back and forth. It's nothing really. Mm-hmm. We get introduced to Tony Collette. <laughs> she, she's across the road. She yep. is. Fucking Charlie's mum. Yep, she's playing mums. I just called her Tony for the whole, or Tony mum, or mum Tony for the rest of the thing. <laughs> Tony Collette, yep. she is there out the front. Um, she is a real estate lady. Yep, she's, so she's she's the person trying to get people into the neighbourhood. She's um, packing some real estate signs, you yep. know, the uh, 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 into her car. These is these are the old school ones that. Yeah, so they're on like a stake. Like it's, on a, it's on one stake. You hammer into the ground rather than those big fucking. Metal one, snow dropper things. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Old school, like you hammer it in, like yep. do, 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 do. yeah. Um, so uh, she starts complaining about the skip. There's like this skip bin in their next door neighbor's the new uh, neighbor's front yard. In, yeah. It's hideous. You know, it's gonna it's gonna affect business for her. Um, she needs to go talk to him and like, why haven't we seen him? Like, kind of. But did. she does also like uh, Charlie. Like says, going, oh, you just like him because he's a fucking dreamboat. Yeah, yeah she, he, Charlie gives his mum a bit of shit because they're single. She's a single she, mum. Yeah, single mum, and she's she's a she's a good looking mum. Um, Tony drops the uh, the hint that Charlie has a girlfriend named Amy straight mm-hmm. away. Anyway, Amy rocks up with a carload of babes in inverted <laughs> commas. Uh, she's in a, like you know a rich fucking whatever a VW. Yeah, it's There's, like one of those like mid two thousands Beatles. And um, yeah, we is. get a bit of back and forth between Amy and. And uh, and Charlie, I didn't actually get their relationship that much. I I thought her character went everywhere. Mm. Like at first, you were like, "Is she just like the? Is she a cunt? Is she just using him? Mm. Is she not into him? And or is there a reason she's with him?" But there was none of that. It was just like badly written her character. Like she just went up and down in like. What she was, yeah. I I don't like think... that she loves him, and then you know that she fucking really likes him. Yeah, and but it's just like you didn't get that, and and because she's got she's part of like the cool kids and all yeah. this shit, and they go into that quite often, but it never comes up again. And like no, like I feel that yeah, her character definitely wasn't written very well, and she was, it was written so much that the whole time I'm just say 
the whole time you th- I thought she was a vampire. Mm. Like, as in, like, she was playing him. Yep. And and it would have been good if that was it. Like, that, especially, like, right in the last quarter of the film when they get separated a whole bunch of times and yeah. it's night. You know what I mean? Like, she... and Or uh, separated, like, or for a long time, she could have been a vampire just playing him. And, mm. it, like, it would have worked. Yeah, yeah. No, I anyway, could have seen it. We cut to school. We're at school now. We're in, you know, they're at school hanging in the fucking before school. And we meet Charlie's friends group. And it's fucking Dave Franco. I don't even think... Hang on, we didn't even mention Dave Franco was in this film, did we? No. No. Dave Franco's in this film. Dave Franco. Playing Dave Franco. Dave Franco, the new best Franco. He is the best Franco. After... What's the other guy's name? Uh, Oh, fuck. My brain is not working The other Franco, which no one likes anymore because he fucking... He did something bad to women. Yeah. What the fuck is his name? I know. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, please, please look it up. I can't believe that so Dave, we were talking about it just before and I said know. his name. I yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not functioning on a hundred percent sleep today. Um, but anyway, so we we're introduced to Dave Franco. It's kind of clear that Charlie doesn't really fit with this friend group. So Dave is a bit of a dickhead to him. His other mate is like James the, Franco. James Franco. Oh my God, how could I forget that? <sighs> yeah, James Franco cancelled James Franco, so now Dave Franco is the new good Franco. The new Franco. Doesn't matter. Yep. Um, so they all go off to classes, and in class we get standard sort of roll call, and as this is happening, we notice that there are several kids within the class that are missing. Um, no, yeah, because the teacher's doing the role, and she's like... Yeah. It's not super obvious at this point. No. But it's obvious when you're watching a film like this. Yeah, uh, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, kids just don't go to school. Like, yeah, I know. Sure. Vegas kids as well. Yeah. Rich kids, beautiful kids. There's also another friend in the group, which uh, hardly comes up. He's not worth mentioning because he actually, he's just like a stoner dude. Yeah, he's he's like the guy from the boyfriend from Modern Family. Yeah, or he's like a young Bill Hader. He's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, they're all pretty. Um, and then all of a sudden, they're in the halls. Now it's, they're in So, in between classes, yep. uh, McLovin comes up to, to Charlie and uh, he, he needs a moment. They need to have a private chat. So, clearly, they used to be real good friends. Yeah, because Tony, his mom, Tony mom mentioned earlier, like, mm. to stop avoiding. McLovin called again. Mm. Like, why don't you call him? And, like, I don't understand why he was angry with McLovin. I don't think he was angry with McLovin. But says, like, he, he got a new girlfriend. A hot girlfriend, kind of out of his league kind of girlfriend, which meant that, and she was popular. So that introduces him to a whole new friends group. So all the cool stuff that he was into with McLovin, that's not really going to fly with these people. So yeah, McLovin was, they were kind of nerd friends. They grew up LARPing and making films and dressing up. And But McLovin is a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. They, I think they both used to be skateboarders because they both have skateboard posters up in their ha- in both their yep. rooms, heaps of them, which makes them cool in my opinion. Well, well, like, people like skateboarders. People do like skateboarders. Um, anyhow, yeah, McLovin. So McLovin um, is Charlie's yeah former best friend, but now yeah he's he's not. Yeah, they start talking about their their friend Adam, who was clearly not in class on that day, and um, he's missing. McLovin wants to go to the, his house after school to check it out, and he wants Charlie to come with him. And McLovin's like, something's up. I know this thing's up. You have to. He's like really desperate. Like, yeah. 
like he's missing for a reason. I know the reason. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Charlie's and all like, nah. And he's like, look, I tell you what, you will fucking come with me, or I'm gonna let everybody know what kind of a big fucking nerd you are. And he's like, mm, okay, I'll come with yeah. you. Yeah. So Charlie agrees to meet McLovin after school. Anyway, we cut to after school. Mm-hmm. Charlie has not met McLovin. He is in the car with Amy, and uh, Amy is dropping him off. At, he doesn't even have a car. Which is no. Nice. Well, his bike's not working, so she drops him off. They have a bit of a bit of a sexy kiss moment. Whatever. Yeah. And we see that Tony Collette is talking to the neighbor. The neighbor. The neighbor. Who is Colin fucking Farrell? Mm-hmm. He's in a wife beater. Mm-hmm. He's in a singlet. He's doing some fucking. He's like he's just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. They're just having a bit of a bit of a chat. We see that Tony has a bit of a crush on Colin. Who wouldn't? I've written in my notes. <laughs> like, yeah, he's pretty dreamy in this film. I gotta say. Yeah. Like, um, can... So while this is also happening, this this uh, sequence between... But clearly Amy also likes Colin Farrell. Like, she drives out, she has that... Oh, well, it's that sexy vampire magnetism, right? He is. He can glamour people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she's, she moistens up instantly and it's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for a desert... She gets a moist on. She's pretty... Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, while this is all happening, McLovin rocks up to Adam's house and Charlie is nowhere to be seen. So he starts calling and like, like fucking Charlie, where the fuck are you? Yeah. Charlie eventually gets the text from McLovin saying, be here in like 10 minutes or, or fucking, this picture's coming I'll out. I'll fuck you over. Yeah. And, and he's Charlie like, oh, fuck, gotta go. Runs off. And at this point, it's like totally obvious that Colin Farrell's evil. Yeah, did you see the way he fucking tongue fucked his apple before he ate it? Like <laughs> he's got he's got an apple thing in this he film. He does. I don't think vampires ate food. No, well, is it one of those things where it's like in Pirates of the C- Caribbean where food they're dead, so they can't taste food, but it's obviously one of those like yeah. But he eats memories. Stuff, he eats stuff when there's no one around and shit. Remember? Yeah, doesn't no, matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, you know that. Uh, Charlie meets McLovin. This is night. It's night time now mm-hmm. at the front of Adam's house. And McLovin has a bunch of fucking... He opens his backpack up and we can see he's got a whole bunch of vampire killing shit in his bag. Yeah. Steaks, crosses. Whole, whole duffel bag full of it. Swag and- bag. He's great. So they, uh, after no one answers the door, they basically break in through the doggy door and they... And Charlie's not into any of this. He's no. just like, you're a fucking he, idiot. He just thinks this is really silly. Um, but he's and- probably interested to see where his friend is. Um, so they've basically, like, McLovin starts talking that he and Adam have been tracking all these attacks on the people, the residents, and, you know, he knows what's up. Like, fucking this this guy, it all pinpoints to Jerry, who is living next door. He's a fucking vampire. Who's Colin? Who's Colin? Who is Colin Farrell, and he's like, Jerry the vampire. Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, so yeah, but McLovin basically says, there's vampires. Yeah. And Charlie's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, and like. Charlie's kind of all into his own head. He's just like, you're just fucking jealous, you know, that I've got new friends and, like, you're a shit. And they basically, they have, like, a... Yeah, they have, like, a little lover's quarrel. They have, like, a, yeah, a clerk's quarrel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Uh, they have a quarrel about, like, themselves. You know, like, you know, a super bad quarrel at the end where they, you know, you know. Yep. They have an argument. Like, fucking Charlie pushes McLovin over and shit. And yep. he's like, he says a bad, he says a little harsh line at the end. He does. I can't okay. remember what he says. Yeah. But um, McLovin kind of lets slip as well. There's no, like, also, there's no vampires in the house. No, there's nothing in the They're house. Just in the house, house is having completely this completely empty. Looks like it's been completely abandoned. Um, McLovin says that he's been reading up about all of this on Vincent. Uh, Vince, uh, Peter Vincent. Peter Vincent's 
I wrote Vincent Price because I'm that's because that's who me. he's based on. Yeah. So and he's, Peter, the other guy. Yeah, he's been on his his blog, and he's like, he's the expert in all this. You need to reach out to him, do this, and whatever you do, do not invite Jerry into your house, kind of thing. Yeah, and then but Charlie's like, fuck off, count. Yeah, so he leaves. Uh, uh, McLovin, he starts skateboarding home. He's having a bit of a bit of a cry, bit of a moment because his best mate pushed him over, which would be yeah. really emotional. Yeah, yeah, push him over. And then he gets, like, fully pushed off his skateboard by Dave Franco. Fucking Dave Franco. He's what a, f- a dick. Because he is just a bully cockhead. Yeah, he is. Right, and I can tell that Franco, Dave Franco doesn't like the fact that Charlie's friends with him. That's yeah. why he's, like, bullying on him. I think he's pretty on the fence about Charlie, too, if I'm honest. I think he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. And out, McLovin uh, runs off. Yep, outsmarts him. And then, but uh, he like by jumping over a whole bunch of fences and shit. And then, but unfortunately, McLovin runs into straight into Colin oh. Farrell, dish into his big manly chest and knocks Sexy him over. Jerry saunters over. He breaks a window. He fucking jumps in the house. He hides in and he's like, "Haha, what are you gonna do, motherfucker? I'm in this house. You can't come in." And Colin Farrell just kind of looks around and looks at the door frame. Uh, yeah, just steps right over and he's like. He goes, it's abandoned. Yeah. And then I, so straight away, it admits to McLovin that he's a vampire. Yeah. 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 He's not even hiding the fact. He's not even hiding it, fact, yeah. And then like Colin's like, you've been watching me. I know you've been watching me and I've been watching you. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish Colin Farrell said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. He could probably say that to me right about yeah, now. Yeah. So he basically just admits that he's a vampire. McLovin fucking shits his pants, runs upstairs and bails out the window from upstairs. To I get really it. like this scene as well because he like he goes straight upstairs. He goes straight for the bathroom. He he's super smart about it. He doesn't hide. He immediately opens the bathroom window, climbs out onto the roof, and because he's like tall and lanky, because you have that thing in movies where you should be running out the front door instead of yeah. up the stair. But he like he uses it as a. He's out on the roof. He like very quietly like slips off the roof, hangs down, and then sort of jumps up, down onto the ground. And as he stands up, you just see Colin Farrell just sitting on a deck chair out the front. Startles the fuck out of him. He falls backwards into the pool. Yeah, Colin Farrell's character is quite smooth. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, sitting back and he's like, hey, man. Like, he just basically says that. Like, yeah. as he, he's not like a, a vampire as in, like, stereotypical. He's just a dude. And so he's like, I will, I'm going to expose you. I'm going to tell everyone. He's like, no one's going to believe you. And he casually, Colin Farrell just casually walks into the pool. Yeah, he just walks in, not walks on the water in. like Jesus, just walks no. in. He's in his jeans and he's singlet. I'm like, don't get that. Yeah, wet jeans. And um, yeah, yeah oh just God. he basically, and then he uh, he bites, he yep. bites uh, uh, McLovin. Mm-hmm. We cut to the next day at school. Yep. More kids are absent, including McLovin. Yep. Notices that McLovin is missing. So after school, Charlie heads to his house. Um, we get a lot of like, you know, small talk with the parents. So clearly he's not been over in a while. It's it's a little awkward, but anyway, it's fine. He heads up to McLovin's room, and he finds his vampire hunting notebook. Yeah, and uh, Peter Vincent's blog. Like, no, yeah, he he, he kind of just goes to like he goes to McLovin's computer, sees a folder on the desktop that says like proof. Yep. that the neighbor's a vampire, and he opens a whole bunch of videos, and McLovin's basically filmed Colin Farrell. Yep. Doing shit at night, but because he's a vampire, he doesn't show up on the film, and you can, and so you can see that like there's no one in the film, and there's all this shit happening like at, yep. at that day's house. So good proof. Yeah, that's that's pretty solid proof in my for, eyes for Charlie. Mm-hmm. Charlie mm-hmm. goes home. He's a bit like, mm, 
he's a bit freaked out about all this shit. And um, but yeah, so as he rocks up, home, get, yeah, so he's, he's in two minds. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, did I? Like is could, he a vampire? You like, is this happening? A video. You could take someone out of a video. Yeah, but it was, it was filmed in a way that I don't think McLovin could do that, and it was like hiding under. It. Anyhow, um, and he's in. You can hear him talking. He's got no fucking. You can't see him in the video. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, just at that point, he's in. He's like, you know, he's thinking, what the fuck? Fucking Colin comes out. Hey, man. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. and then he realizes, like, oh, he can't fucking, if he's a, he's a vampire, he can't come into my house. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll test this theory. So Colin goes, hey, man. So Colin knows that Charlie knows he's a vampire at this stage. Because yeah. he's like, friends with McLovin. So he's kind of playing it cool. And yeah. he's like, hey, man, I've got a babe over here at my house, and I fucking, I'm running out of beers. Can I borrow some beers off you? And he's like, okay, like Charlie. So Charlie walks inside, but he doesn't. And I think this was Colin's plan that he was going to invite him in. Yep. So he has free reign on the house. But he doesn't say anything. And this is really awkward. So Colin's son stops at the door frame because they've got one of those kitchens that has a door straight out to the... Yep. And he's getting the beer and shit and like, you know, Charlie drops a beer on the ground and smashes it. Well, usually someone would walk over. He yep. can't come in. And, he's like, oh, do you want me to help you with that? Yeah, trying to toke... Everything he does him into is trying like, to say, oh, yeah, come in and help me. Yeah, yeah. so he's not outwardly saying, aren't you going to invite me in? Like, but he's also making it really obvious to Charlie that he he's is a not vampire. coming in. So you know, eventually, uh, Charlie grabs all the beers and he heads over to the door. And he, as he goes to hand it, and sixer, yeah, Colin six, reaches out, he kind of pulls back, pulls it back. But Colin, but can't, Colin stops. can't reach. Yeah, through and the doorway. Like, oh, like, oh, but yeah. then Colin Farrell gives the most wretched douchebag bro speech about babes. About his mum, says all this wretched shit about his mum and his girlfriend, and he's like trying to fucking. Yeah, he's ma- like baiting, baiting him, baiting Charlie. But Charlie is not an alpha male; he is more of a a beta. Yeah, well, that's so, the whole point. Like that Dave Franco keeps going on about like Dave Franco is like, how can you get a fucking heaps hot babe like Amy? Yeah, when you're just a pussy and all this shit. And he goes, well, he goes, I just played the game properly. Yeah, well, that's right, exactly. Um, so, you know. And Colin goes home. Gives he's, him, he's like, thanks for the beers, man. He's like, yeah. He gives him a bit of a warning about, oh, you, you know, you should take care of your mum. There's a lot of bad people out there. A lot like, of dudes. And, and yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of dudes want to bang your mum. And there's a lot of dudes want to bang your girlfriend. Meaning him. Like a gross mm-hmm. guy. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. And then he like just says, thanks for the beer, man. Yeah. And just walks off like. So but it's had, almost like a touche as well. Like. Yeah. You, you got me. I can't come in. <laughs> So he heads upstairs. He finds Amy in his room. Already there. She's pissed off because he was meant to be home like ages ago and she's just been waiting around. They start making out. She gets her sexy on. She's she's like, so you want to fuck? For the like, first time? Yeah. Like, let's try sex. Yeah. And he's pretty distracted he's by- He's preoccupied because there's a vampire next door well, He's to pretty him. preoccupied with Gull and Farrell next door. And he basically- Blows Blows it. the opportunity to have sex for the first time. Yeah. So he's like, she's like, let's have sex. And he's like, oh, look, Colin, it's down there. He's got a lady. The lady from the, the previous lady that we saw at the start yep. of the movie. He's like, over at Colin's house. Mm-hmm. She, and, and Amy's like, what the fuck, man? Like, Can I have to put your dick in me? I would be like, oh, yeah. all right, I'm going to forget about that for the next 30 seconds because I'm a boy. And, uh, yeah, 30 seconds. You know. <laughs> Anyhow, um, to it. Amy just gets fucked off and she bails. Yep. Uh, uh, then Charlie hears a scream. He's, so Col- he's clearly he's been kind of watching the house for a while because he's nodded off on his chair. 
Um, he hears a scream, he wakes up, and he immediately calls 911. Um, he watches the cops rock up to Jerry's house. They're having some kind of conversation, which is pretty chummy and pally and a bit of a laugh. Yep. So and they, then... Basically, Colin just... He leaves. You know, he sweet talks him out of it. So... And then Colin... Distract, as, as soon as the cops leave, like seconds later, he immediately pulls out of the driveway. Colin drives and off, he in, drives his, off. in his pickup. He's big pickup. Oh, yeah. It's a- and Charlie's like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, opportunity. So Charlie decides to break into the- Colin's house and try and save the lady because the lady wasn't there when, no, when he, he left. No, he didn't see her leave, nothing like that. So he's like, I'll go. So he heads over to the house. He starts trying to pick the lock. Um, turns out he's pretty fucking shit at it. So he just walks over to a small rock pile next to the conveniently located next to the house, starts rattling them until he finds the hider key. Hider key. Um, he goes inside, he finds a bunch of like creepy shit. He yeah. takes some photos of like, you know, there's this like fucking uh, uh, hanging tapestry on the mm-hmm. wall of some mm-hmm. weird fucking looking shit. Yeah. You know? So the majority of the house is pretty bare. There's like one couch, one, just one chair, one TV. Um, but then his upstairs study is pretty like, it's like every dream. Like it's, it's either like a villain Study or an expert study. It's one of those. It's yeah, nice. yeah. It's got all Bullshit. like fucking occult shit on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, Colin fucking rocks back up home. Charlie's like, oh, fuck. So he immediately jumps into the closet, which is full of costumes, UPS drivers, police, yeah. ambos, whatever. Costumes. And um, he, so he jumps in and immediately reveals. Finds a secret a door. secret door. Secret door in the back of the closet, which opens up to be a secret whole wing of the house. Yeah. Which is um, basically a, a prison cell. There's like yep. six, it's like a hall with six do- locked doors in it. Yeah. And they all have peeper holes in it. He looks in one and he sees the lady from next door is in one of the cells. She's crying. She's like, fuck, fuck, get me out. And Charlie's like, I'll mm-hmm. get you out. So, yeah, with my super top-notch lock picking skills, which he fails at and then hides, uh, has to hide in another cell because Jerry is on his way up. So he comes in. He unlocks the door. He immediately Jerry, approaches Colin. Colin. So, yeah, sorry. Colin. Just, we're just, his name's Jerry in the film, but we just call him Colin. Um, what? do you like so straight up, like one of the issues I had with this was I'm like, he would smell him. No, because she's in the room. I thought that as well, because he comes in and he looks around because he there was a bit earlier on where it, it we didn't mention where it shows him being able to smell smell people mm-hmm. like from quite far away. Yep. See, I thought that straight away as well, but He's in a room where the, the lady is as well. So he might be able to do, do, differentiate between if there's two people in there, he can just smell people. Okay. So, like, it made sense because uh, at, at, a bit at the end of this scene as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. um, That's fine. So, yeah, he, like... He, he, yeah, so he, yeah, so he, 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 he hides. Ch- Charlie hides in one of the cells, but, like, you know, he's peeking through the ho- thing. We see, we see Colin get the neighbour out and fucking <laughs> vampire Whoa. biter. On the uh, on the neck, um, sucks then, some blood. It's pretty sexy, and then he just throws her back in the cell. Locks yeah, so the door. he keeps them alive. So he doesn't kill people. No, he's he's feeding. So he's, you can he's see he's got, six, he's got six rooms. So he keeps people prisoner and snacks on them. Yeah. Anyhow, Charlie goes over. Finally, locks picks the door. She's not dead because he keeps them alive. So she's just yep. like she can still walk and shit. Um, 
And then they fucking Metal Gear Solid sneak through the house for fucking ages, like avoiding. Like this, well, this is, is, I watched. I literally watched this same scene in a movie not too long ago. Which Jurassic is, Park, when they're hiding from the raptors. Every fucking movie. Yeah, it's one of those so scenes. It's, yeah, like you know, they're watching him. He's walking around. He's grabbing apples. The, he's the, walking back. Know, they're his... moving around. What the fuck was it that I was watching? It's like, I don't know, it's it like a matter. cone of vision, like yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Like they're trying to avoid his cone of vision. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they eventually they they sneak out of the house and run out the front door. And but then we see that Colin is a standing. He's watching. He's what he knew the whole he time. He knew the whole time. He don't give a shit. He's standing there watch. He's watching as Charlie. Uh, it's also it, dawn it's, now. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. Yeah, it's so he, morning. He um he's like walking this hot neighbor out, and as this is great, as soon as she walks into the sun, she immediately like combusts, combusts, it, and explodes. But it's like she explodes, and there's this fucking visceral blood that just sort of. As she sort of splits in half and then just pew pew. It's dust. like the vampires in Blade when they yeah. die, except there's gore, there's blood inside of them as well. It goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a person ex- exploding and combusting at the same time. And it's instant. Mm. And so it's not like, you know, they. Or she burns a little bit. No. And I think it's because she's a new vampire. Yeah, so she's, she's not, clearly turning. And that's why he lets, he lets them get out because he's just like. Yeah. He just sits there and sniggers and goes, <laughs> dickheads. Oh, yeah. Now you Fucking can't find kids. Her. Um, so we now cut back to, he's sitting on his bed, um, in his room. Who? Charlie. Charlie. Sitting on his bed before school. Um, his mum comes in to talk to him and he basically begs her to stay away from Jerry. He is, he is not good news. He is dangerous. Stay away. Because you're, 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 you're frantic son saying, don't go near the hot guy next door for no reason. Yeah. Like she's, and yeah, of course, like Tony's like, you talking about? She's you like, dickhead. I'm a big girl. I can handle myself, and, she and I can it's all handle a joke. his dick. Yeah, can she though? Right. She's like, Colin Farrell's dick's got eyebrows, <laughs> like him. Like, yeah, his pube is just like it's a like vortex, one giant a eyebrow. vortex. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so Charlie starts uh, googling Peter Vincent. Amy comes over to the house. Um, and wait. at this point, I realise, oh, Peter Vincent's. David Tennant, because he looks nothing like him. No. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really know. he really doesn't. So, uh, sorry, this is at school. So he's Googling. Uh, he wasn't in class. Amy comes over. She's like, you weren't in class. Like, what are you working on? And he's like, oh, nothing. It's fine. He basically blows her off again. Like, I didn't even write this bit in there. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just skipped it. Well, it's kind of important because he Googles Peter Vincent and then literally the next scene, he's now in Vegas. Yeah, now, now, yeah, now that's Now he's idea. in Vegas. Yeah, so now he's, um, well, he must just be down the road from Vegas. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't say like, you know, it's probably like a He's in like drive. the hotel um, and he, uh, you know, the, uh, Peter Vincent's hotel where there's mm-hmm. a show playing. He fucking uh, dodges up a fake press pass to get in. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. We get in. Um, and he we basically s- walks into a dress rehearsal. Dress rehearsal. For, for, and we see, like, you shit. know, something fucks up. Fucking Pe- uh, Peter, what's his name? Peter, Peter Vincent, Vincent stops the whole show. He's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. He's got that full, like, British accent yeah, that like, he has. It's not quite Cockney. It's like Liverpool. But it's I like can't you, do it. yeah. you look at him. And he's, he's like, like funny man he's so sexy, and he's like, "Oh, you fucking cunts, you fucked up." Yeah, he's yeah. Like Chav, Chav yeah, Central. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great character, and he's like, so you fight, work out pretty straight. Away. He's the most arrogant dickhead. He's, he's such a diva. A diva, um, yeah, yeah. He's a diva, but he basically he allows 
they they stop for a, a minute and he basically him and Charlie have a brief conversation and then they agree to go upstairs for the interview. Yeah, Charlie makes out he's from the press and he yeah. says, oh, fucking, all right, give you fucking 10 minutes, mate, because that's like your, fir- your first date yeah. on the job because you're a young kid. So they go upstairs. We get this really cool sort of museum of occult, paranormal artifacts. Yeah, like, this, it's, is, it's this, is, really this cool. is Peter Vincent's house. It's just like yeah. uh, a vampire. He's basically a vampire hunter. He's got, you know, because he, he acts as one, but yeah. he also... Like, cause we he, we get a bit of a thing with like uh, Peter Vincent's girlfriend, who's his co-star. I they, love her. Yeah, they she fucking. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, they fucking hate each other, yeah. but they're together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah cause like she likes his money and he likes her. Like he doesn't like her. They hate each other. They're yeah. together. She was funny as well, and she's just like a um, she was like a, a poor man's fucking uh, what's that lady that actor? Salma Hayek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so same accent and everything, I think. Yeah, pretty close actually. Yeah. She's oh, but she was. But she's just like, oh, he's been collecting all this. stuff. I'm not going to do her accent. No, you know, you know, he's been collecting for years. He's read every book. Like these are uh, all legit artifacts that he's been collecting. He's obsessed yeah. with it and stuff. So straight away, we're like, oh, it's a pretty good arsenal of killing the shit stuff. Yeah, here. it's quite convenient, isn't it? Uh, um. So he gets into the the actual living area of Peter Vincent and. You know, Peter Vincent, he's, he offers him a drink. He's like, nah, it's fine. Peter Vincent just drinks absence the whole fucking well, no, movie. He's, he's not even absence. He's drinking fucking Midori. Are you sure? Yes. Because he's like, do you want a Midori? Oh, does he say Midori? <laughs> he him a Midori. Oh, so the whole film he's drinking Midori? Yeah, he's not drinking anything like hard. Hard. He's that's hilarious. I just, I didn't Midori. hear that. Because it was just green. I just assumed it was absence because that's kind of like a vampire hunter thing. Yeah, I feel that it's a, that's a cool guy thing. Um, um, and yeah, as he's like ch- talking, chatting to fucking um, Charlie about shit, he's like takes off his wig. We realize his long hair is a wig, and then he takes off his mustache. Yeah, takes off his beard. And it's all just his bullshit. like sideburns are down. He's taking his sideburns off, and he's just basically starts wiping off his tattoos. Yeah, it's yeah. all a fucking show. It's all a show, and you realize that he's a fake. Yeah, like, and then you're like, but what oh. I love as well is like because he's wearing all this this leather. And he sits down in his chair and he starts like scratching at his balls. Well, he's just like, no, he's trying he's to pull like, it down. He goes, oh, it's so constricting because he's just wearing. He's these, like, he and then use, he's talking about the rash. He's like, fucking, it's heat, these pants, it's fucking rash. And yeah, because that, like, that's his, his stage look. He's not yeah, really like he's that. He's not that kind it's of guy. A, and because now, now I was actually quite happy that he took all that shit off because I just wanted to look at David Tennant yeah. as David Tennant. And yeah. he's, he's great. Like, I don't think I could have taken him seriously if he'd have been in the film like that the whole way through. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If that was him. That, 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 I was really uh, disappointed. Yeah. Though. I'm like, why would you get David Tennant and then make him unrecognisable? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I knew he was going to be like that because I saw the poster when he didn't have all the shit on it. Yeah. Like the cover of the film. <laughs> you knew. Um, but so he's basically just a Vegas illusionist because like Charlie asked him, so how would you kill a vampire? And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Um, and then Charlie like confesses everything. We've got a fucking vampire living next door to me. I need you to tell me. And he comes off real crazy. David Tennant gets behind the bar and he's like, get the fuck out. Call security. You're a fucking nut job. You're a yep. fucking nut, mate. You yep. think there's real vampires? You're a nut. He starts pulling out papers. He's like, I've got proof. Like my next door neighbor, like here, here's all this stuff. And he like, and he goes, I don't want to fucking look at he's it. Like, I'm can't not looking at it. Get I, out. I want nothing to do with you. He's like, you know, he's whatever. Like, and he's like, get the fuck out of my house. So he yeah. leaves all that shit. And Charlie gets esca- escorted out. And then out. he's escorted. Yeah, Charlie, yeah, and it was obvious because, yeah, Charlie left his proof there, you know, yep. on, the, on the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, cut to Charlie um, decking his room out with crosses. Yep. Now and he's, then, back, he's back home now and he's like, fuck, i got to 
These, he's hanging crosses. Defense. He's hanging garlic. Defense. Yep. Defense. He's doing the whole house. He is. And of course, for some reason, Dave Franco is also outside in his car with his mate um, smoking weed and watching Charlie do all this. No, I think they're rocking up. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought they were rocking up to go hang out with him and then they just saw he's gone a bit crazy and they're like, that's not. I don't know. Anyway, there's a slight tap at the window and uh, it turns out it's Colin Farrell. And all of a sudden, they're dead. Yeah, basically, Colin just, Colin just goes like, hey, boys, what's up? And, just eats <laughs> it, and then eats them both. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, okay cool. They're, they're gone. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Charlie's upstairs. He's just sitting there whittling steaks in his room. He's just like, yeah. I whittles what I see. Um, Amy comes up the stairs and she starts yelling at him for blowing her off. Like, he follows her downstairs. She's yelling at him the whole time. I love this as well because every time they have like a little bit of a bicker, Tony Collette is just kind of there and she's just loving what she's hearing. She's like, Yeah, because no, she knows it's just like that's just how you, how relationships Yeah, form. it's like, no, oh, young love. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, Amy's like real concerned that he's becoming a vampire nut. Yes. And um, at this point, Tony's a bit like, yeah, it's a know. bit weird. Isn't my it? kid's weird. But he basically apologizes her to to Amy and is like, "Look, you need t- to leave." Like I, he basically he basically breaks up with her to save her. Yeah. He tries to. He's like, "You you can't. I'm it's too dangerous. We can't see each." I thought at this point Tony was going to step in because she's like, boo, 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 boo. "Yeah." But there's a knock at the door straight mm. away. It's fucking Colin. Oh. We can see. He's and, uh he's calling out for and he's for like, Tony. "No no 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 Tony yeah. mum don't mom. don't invite him in. Like he's he cannot come in." Um. And they can sort of see, both of them can see how stressed out he is about this. And she's like, you know, so rather than opening the door, she's like, what, who is it? What do you want? And he's like, I need to talk to you about your son. Your son has been following me. He's broken into he's my house. He's harassing me, breaking like, into my house. And she knows her son's not a fucking no, moron. He's, he's not a bad kid. So because he, he starts being a dick, like the dick father vibe to it. Like, yeah. And I reckon because they've, she's had a bad relationship, he starts going like, he needs discipline. He needs like, yeah. you know, all this shit. And she's just like, don't nah. tell me how to fucking parent. Yeah, nah. I don't know, Colin. Just, you're, you're sounding like a bit, bit Colin, of a dickhead yeah. right now. Yeah. So she kind of like goes, my son wouldn't do that. And yeah. you're saying some pretty dodgy shit so he's about like, my- we need to talk about this or I'm going to go to the authorities. And she's just like, well, go to the authorities. Yeah. She yells out, well, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go get the authorities. And he's like, all right. He's like, right, counts. We're going to do this the hard way. So he, Charlie watches him walk off. Walk into his. I thought this bit was great. His garage, literally come out of his garage. The shovel. He's got a shovel and he's got. And now like Tony and else. Amy and everyone's looking and going, "What the fuck's he doing? Yeah. Is he crazy?" And they literally just watch him walk around the side of the house, through their back gate into the backyard. They're standing in the kitchen now, watching him in the backyard, and he just starts digging. They're like, "What and the fuck just, is he doing?" He doesn't just start digging. He's digging up rocks that are like. Yeah. Or he's like. Whoosh, He's, he's, he's doing like, he's digging up rocks that are like fucking as big as, I'm trying to think, what, what what's something that big? Uh, like a TV. Yeah, like huge like a, fucking rocks and he's just yeah. flinging them out like, like no man could. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So straight away you'd be like, that's fucking weird. And he yes. reaches down and he grabs and pulls up a gas pipe. A gas pipe. And I thought, I thought it was a genius idea. Yeah, this is, this I is was fucking like, great. And he fucking... So he wrenches it so he, that... He's got an electrical tool. In the house, it, it's wrenched out of stuff in the house. Yeah, he wrenches it so hard with so his vampire So now there's a gas leak in the house. Yeah, he's pulled the gas 
mains out and then he cuts it with a thing that he's got. Yeah. And then he sets it on fire and the flame goes into the thing and then fucking the oven and some other things in the house that use gas, they all fucking fireball out. Yeah. The whole house is on fire. Everyone is ducked ducked down. They're like, what the fuck? And he's basically... And it's so satisfying because you're like, see? Yeah, this is like so good. He is a... At this point, they're just like, they just think he's fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's fantastic because he's he just he just responds with, "You don't need an invite if your house is burnt down." Yeah, he goes, "You don't need like, a, you don't oh. need an invite if there is no house." Oh my god! Like, and yeah. they they fucking run into the garage, all three of them, Amy, mm-hmm. Tony, and Charlie. They jump into the fucking the car, and they speed out of the house just as the whole fucking house explodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of hit. Uh, she hits Colin's uh, Charlie's also, there's bike. There's also a bit which I forgot to mention as well. Before this is happening, he tries to give like just before um, Colin uh, Charlie tells everyone that Colin's a vampire. Yep, and they don't believe, him. and he gives them all stakes. <laughs> yeah, they've yep. got stakes as well. Yeah. So yeah, as they drive out, they hit Charlie's bike. Colin immediately picks it up, jumps on. He starts it immediately because he's Colin fucking Farrell. Farrell, because the bike spoke, but but the wheel is damaged. Yeah, because the car ran over the wheel, so he can't use the bike. No. But um, so as they're speeding off into the the desert, into the night, it's night time. Into the night, they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And you just see this fucking bike coming at them, brakes. Through the back of the car. Which is still... And it's still on. It's going still running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's just basically overarm fucking yeeted <laughs> a fucking motorbike at their car, which is going. <laughs> and because, like, you know, it smashes into the back of the car. Yep. And then it fucking falls out. Like, it's just a... So it's more of an anger yeah. thing he's for He's like, he's getting it. He's Everyone's getting okay. Of, like, he's he losing ha- his cool about now. Yeah. Um, and there's also we get there's no phone reception because no, it's no Vegas. Service, it's the desert. And nothing's happening. That. So and they, then they all of a sudden, the... you see the lights from behind. There is a car, a car Tony's following driving. behind, getting closer and closer. It then rams into the back of them. Now we get this like full on like crazy, you know, like out in the middle of nowhere redneck. Yep. Like vibe. Of, so he he pulls up uh, beside them. This is them. all a giant one shot as well, but it's not yeah. a very well executed one shot. It's kind of CG, but like yes, so this this all this shit from like the motorbike smashing sort of thing is this one shot in the car moving from the back seat to the front seat. Yeah. We see like fucking Colin's car smash into the car. We see it drive up next to them and stuff, ram into the side of them, and then it speeds ahead and then stops in. Uh, he kind of like. And stop them roadblocks in front of them, so they have to stop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he basically he like he gets out of the car, and he's standing there. He's just watching them. What are they gonna do, Colin? Nothing. What are you gonna do, Colin? So Charlie's just like, just hit him, hit him. He uh, somehow Charlie makes a speed ahead. Yeah. What is it? It maybe it's one of those cars where the the speed is on the. Oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't know. They anyway. speed ahead and they smash straight into fucking Colin and impale him kind of like yep. in between his car and their car. But they, they kind of push through, if you know what I mean. Yep. And, so but they, we see just, a, and they, they keep driving. We see them driving off. We also see a blood trail uh-huh. from under the car, meaning it's clearly Colin's under the car. Yeah. Because like, there wouldn't be a blood trail. Conveniently uh, enough, a couple of seconds later, we start hearing this weird sound from underneath the car. First, everyone was stressed out. She's like, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, now we know he's a vampire, so... There no, you go. they still don't really believe that he's a vampire. <laughs> like, 
like Charlie's like, are you believing me now? And they're like, nah, I need more proof anyway. And uh, Colin starts punching through the floor of the car. And I, I really love this because his hand's like the vampire hand. Yeah. And then like Colin's, uh, Charlie's like, look, it's a fucking monster hand. He's got a monster's hand. And you Tony have to Collette believe looks down me and now. she's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> she's making this face. Like they're kicking it. You know, and then, of course, his hand reaches over, slams on the brake. Yeah, Colin's hand pushes the brake because it's like out through it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the car stops. So, as the car stops, a car... Yeah. So the, the, there was another car this whole time, apparently. Well, they, they've stopped in the middle of the road in the middle of the night and their lights aren't on because mm-hmm. they're all smashed up. And, uh, yeah, another car, a rando car just fucking... Is it tail ends? Is it tail yep. ends? Is that the right word? Yeah. Tail, like, smashes into the back of them. And, like... That would have killed that guy, but he just kind of gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. They've all got airbags. It shows the airbags. Yeah. Um, so this rando guy gets out of the car. He's like, what the fuck, man? Why are you stopping in the middle of the road? At this point, we see Colin get up from under the car, but he doesn't just get out. He just gets up with the car on him. Yeah, so the I car. Was a cool, I thought it was a cool shot. Yeah, the car lifts him up. But then we get this, like, really bad CG, like, vampire face yeah so colin now um because i i I did this as because he's injured Mm. he's like uh, reverting yeah uh, hasn't drank blood he's reverting back to his vampire stage and he's basically baraka from uh, mortal kombat yeah that's so that giant cg mouth Mm -hmm. it reminds me of anne hathaway's character in the witches yeah yeah in the remake Yep. And now Colin just eats this rando guy and he turns back to normal. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh, yes, yeah, so he needed some blood to keep his composure together. Yep. Um, so he's eating this guy and Charlie basically... They all get out of the car because all cars are fucked now. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie starts to approach him with, the... with a giant crucifix. And he's like, get, ladies, Amy, mum, go, go hide. Yep, they go need, hide. You need to go. <laughs> I, I've got this. Um, and... and Colin Farrell, he's back to sexy, sexy Colin Farrell. Sexy talking, um, and he's like, doesn't... and you know, he's basically like approaching him with his crucifix, almost as in like the power of Christ compels you. Like he you says are, it, yeah. Like you know, this is. And Colin's like, you see him like first he's smug and he's like, doesn't work if you don't believe in the cross. Mm. It's like, do you have faith? Do you have faith? But then like as as a uh, as Charlie's kind of like pushing the cross towards him, Colin's doing the flinch back as yeah. he's like. So he's he's clearly trying to be like smooth about it, but it's it is affecting him, and he doesn't want to get too close. Yeah, Charlie gets right up to him, and he's like he's like looking real scared, and then he just suddenly just changes his attitude and just grabs the fucking cross because he was he was just fucking he was just faking. But I yep. loved it when he grabbed the cross. As soon as he grabbed the cross, the cross sets on fire. I yeah, thought that looked real. His hand burst into flames as well, and his hands on fire, and he just he's like, you know, he's now basically on top of Charlie, holding this crucifix with his hand hand on fire, and he just sort of like. Blows it out. Yeah. So, so it, good. Yeah. So it, it's almost saying that, like, he's a strong vampire. As in, yep. that would have worked on the on the, the new vampires. Mm. But him, he's like a, he's a head vampire. He's, he's like top tier. Because that still hurt him a bit, but he didn't get yeah. it. Yeah. As this is happening, he, like, this fucking... Yeah. So, so, now, yeah, so now Colin's, like, date. on top of... He's basically straddling Charlie. Charlie's on the ground. He's got... He's, he's going to... And he's going. He's got a stake. Mm. He got. He gets one of Charlie's stakes. So Colin, and he's going to stab Charlie with it. Like, yeah, because he starts talking. He's like, you know, I've been staked before, but they missed my. But heart. they missed my heart. And as he says that, this fucking stake bursts through his chest. I like this as well. This was really good. Yeah, this is great. Um, and it, we work out it's fucking Tony. Oh yeah, 
her. Tony. She's coming in with she, her for sale signs. Yeah, she's impaled him on one of the, the stakes of a uh, real estate sign. Yeah. But it didn't go through his heart. It just goes through his like he's yeah. stuff, but he fucking writhes back in pain. And oh, this is great because this is where he starts to like he starts to contort and he's yeah, just, he, like he's he's making those like He's doing like a bit of an really, exorcist kind of thing. Like he's like, his he's limbs are going pain. in like weird directions of pain and so Yeah. And I was like but then like mum Tony just faints. She passes out. Too they much. basically load her up in the car and they drive off, but again they fucking Speed over him, and they fucking hit him with the car again. They crunch they, over him. Oh, it's so good. We and we get, get a, a shot, and we see Colin's fucking compound fracture. Yeah, we boy. Got, we got a compound fracture in his his arms, all compound fractured. It's broken around. We can just see his arm, but then we see it healing, like the compound yep. fracture going back in, the arm going like breaking back together mm-hmm. as as the gang drives off. So we're like, oh, he's healing. Yep. So he didn't. They didn't get his heart. But he's like, yeah, the writhing of him on the ground with the sign in him, because mm. it was good, because he's kind of like falling over and shit, but where the sign is in him, it's stopping him from falling. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, and it looks like there's something through him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, it was real good. Yeah. Anyhow, we cut, uh, we do a hard cut back to fucking Peter David Vincent Tennant. Who is in his condo. silk robes. He's in his like robes and he's in his condo in Vegas. He's pouring himself a Midori. Midori. And he's like, he's a... Uh, He's mulling over what has happened. Yeah, he notices that the photos that Charlie has left and he starts, for oh, him and he starts what pouring did, What did this fucking them. kid, what did this kid have a photo of? And he sees the creepy tapestry <laughs> uh, photo. And it looks real familiar to him. He gets up, he goes to a wall safe, he mm-hmm. opens it up where the real secrets are in it. And inside the wall safe is another tapestry, the same. He holds them up together and goes, these are the same. <laughs> As if we, he wouldn't know straight away. Anyhow, so fucking um, now he's, he yeah. knows that maybe Charlie was onto something. Yeah. And we may, he also, we, we know that he knows something. Yes. That more than he's letting on because he had secret safe shit around. Mm-hmm. So we cut to the hospital. Tony Collette's in in a bed, and Charlie and Amy are having a bit of a like, bit of a talk, bit of a romantic moment. Tony, blah blah and, blah. And Tony's like, she's out of it. She's unconscious. She has tubes in her. I don't know why. No, I mean she got hit pretty hard in the head because she was she was bleeding. Oh, um, in the car crash. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so she just know. kind of Plus did that last act of destroying yeah. the thing and then fine. So yeah, she's been in a car crash. She's got head injuries. That's fine. She's unconscious. She's in hospital. Convenient. Out of the film. Yep. So Amy and Charlie are having this moment about like their love and their relationship. Yeah, fuck that shit. Gay. And then the phone rings. It's Peter Vincent. I've Look, you need to come talk to me right now. I've got some information for you. Come over. Yeah, he calls Charlie. Yep. So they leave and they leave a bunch of, bunch of garlic and crucifixes in her room and yeah, they yep. head over. Yep. Um, they cover the whole room in crucifixes. Yep. And as he's leaving, the nurse looks at her and she goes, he just goes, uh, my mum's really religious. Yeah. No, you can't you can't question that. You can't. You can't do anything as well, yeah. Anyhow, so Amy and Charlie both go to fucking Peter Vincent Tennant's house. Yeah. So while he's there, uh Vincent It's in the middle of the night now. Yeah. He starts uh he's like that that insignia that you took a photo of. I've seen this before. This is a species that originated in the Mediterranean. They keep their victims alive for days. They're, and he calls um, them ground vampires. Yeah, they, they're they, ground vampires. They live in the dirt. Yeah. 
So he's basically like, okay, well, how do I kill him? And he's like, you don't kill him. You need an army. You cannot kill this guy. He's very super powerful fucking vampire. Yeah. He has some good lines in this. He says something about like, you know, it's not about going to kill the vampires. It's about surviving. Like, yeah. You- yeah. That's because it's, yeah, it's not about killing a vampire. It's about surviving. Anyway, I, um, a fucking, he gets a, an Amazon delivery. You get this fight. Like, you know, like, uh, at the door, you get, like, you know, the lady, he's like, he's, he's why they have another fucking, you're a piece of shit, you fucking yeah. go get the door, you get my delivery and all this shit, yeah, it's funny, and then, like, he goes, and then he, he, he says, like, uh, Peter Vincent said a joke, like, yeah, I get drunk and I order shit yeah, off of I Amazon, shit off Amazon, all the time, some of it's good, some of it's crap, <laughs> and then, um, and then fucking Charlie goes, do they often deliver in the middle of the night, and he's like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we see right in the in the room it's fucking McLovin's back uh, in we his have, UPS fucking yeah outfit UPS uh, he's become a delivery driver no he's a vampire Mc, vampire McLovin gross he is now he was uh, he has you know he's there I didn't quite get why he how he knew they were there and how he had the delivery I don't know doesn't matter they no. did show though that the vampires have lots of outfits yeah. where they can fake to probably get into places and, and stuff like that well so, i just assume that mclovin's been kind of like watching over charlie maybe i don't know yeah following him because mclovin calls colin and yeah. goes they're here at at this place come here yeah yeah cool yeah and yeah, McLovin looks pretty fun, good as a vampire. He's just got black eyes kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, so uh, fucking David Tennant immediately gets up and makes a break for his panic room. Yeah, so well, he tells them. He goes, God, run. Yeah, you he, run that way. I'll run, run this way. You run that way. I'll run this way. So McLovin chases after Peter Vincent and he gets into his panic room. He hits the button. As the door's closing, McLovin shoves his arm in and his arm basically gets ripped off by the panic room. Gets door. cut off. It's good. And my, I was like, ah! We get like, some blood coming out of his arm. I'm like, okay, right, cool, 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 yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you know. So now he's in his panic room, and the others are there. So Charlie and Amy go to fucking bail out, but McLovin has destroyed the elevator and murdered uh, David Tennant's angry girlfriend. Oh, She's on the ground. Such a shame. So they can't get out. Such a shame. And then he starts like, so he goes after them, and he starts he starts talking, and it, he's monologuing. He's, he's yeah, he's monologuing. All I got out of that monologue was he was a bit of an incel. Yeah. He's talking about women and... Yeah, gross. he doesn't like the girlfriend and that. Well, no. he's, he's a vampire and he's got so much rage. Mm. And, you know, we see Colin rock up at the at the foot of the building. He kills the security guard, you know, because he just does. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We get back to... Uh, McLovin's stalking Mc, them. Yeah, McLovin's stalking Charlie I like Charlie this and as well because, like, they tip a cabinet on him and he's just like, oh, fuck. And he <laughs> ah, tips fuck. on him. So there's some, like, a lot of really good, like, now little they, comedy. Now they're in the room with all the fucking... The weapons. The weapons. The like, vampire killing so shit. So now there's a one-on-one. Charlie, basically, he just pulls off a fucking axe. Off the wall. Off the wall, and they start having a bit of a fight. So, you know, he gets slashed in the chest by McLovin. McLovin like, turns into a, a, a CG model and starts jumping around on yep. the roof and shit. It looks real, like, real bad. Like, you know, we get some dodge, dip, some early, dodge, early dive, two, duck. Early 2000s CG, like vampire jumping around the room, bad yep. physics, bad weight looking. Um, Yeah. And now Amy runs into 
Another weapon room. Yep. Gets herself an old school revolver. Yep. That smashes that out of a cabinet. And we're like, what, what, what kind of cool weapon is this? And he loads it up like a fucking, you know, Western revolver. Mm-hmm. And now Colin comes out and confronts her. He's like, shh. She's like, <gasps> and she unloads the whole gun into his chest. <laughs> Doesn't do anything to him. He just basically, he, he reaches in, he pulls out a bullet and he's like, werewolves. Werewolves. As in like, silver. but I thought silver affected vampires. Yeah, I don't know. And so Maybe. basically that gun was a wet, like silver bullet werewolf gun, so it doesn't hurt him. And she's yep. sort of like, fuck. So then she runs off. She no, 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 she, she's another just standing cabinet. There. Yeah, smashes another cabinet. With... And then just like throws holy water in his face. Yeah, there's like a And then he's just like writhing around on the ground with like burning and shit because he's been fucking holy watered in the face. We cut back to Charlie. Which gives, which gives every, all the other characters a lot of time to do some other things. While yep. he's writhing in pain, he's smoking, his face is all melty. Yep. So we cut back to Charlie who, out of sheer dumb luck, manages to fucking axe McLovin in the neck. Yeah. Not decapitate him, but axe him in the neck Halfway so through. much. And like he's... He kind of flops his head Yeah, off he's like flopping his head around. So this, is, this becomes another really funny scene because... McLovin finally, like, pins him down. He's got missing an arm. He, so he's missing an arm. And his he's, head's not on properly. He's nearly headless, but he can't bite yeah, because, because of how because his Charlie, neck is. Yeah, because Charlie kind of grabs his good arm to yeah. hold him off, and he can't, yeah, because his head's half his, off, his and he doesn't have another arm to lever about. himself. He's like, fuck, and he's trying. So it's just a lot nah. of him, like. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he, like, can't get him. I thought that was kind of funny. So he's trying to oh, bite. Oh, so good. Uh, he eventually gets maced in the face so fucking Medieval hard by Amy. maced yeah, like, by this Amy. Is, this is, it's not just a, it's, it's fucking giant spike. Yeah, because we think, oh, you know, McLovin, he might, he's just about to bite Charlie and then fucking maced his head gets maced face. off and he flies across the room. So He's got good. a maced head now. He's got a fucking missing an arm. His head's half off. And I'm like, cool. Yep. This is good. Charlie stakes him. Yeah, he Charlie does. comes up and, sta- and I think like, I didn't. I didn't get. Yeah. So Charlie goes up and you know he has like kind of a, a sad moment because his mm. friend is beyond repair. Yeah. He has to stake him. It's the. the it's like you know putting something it's out the of its misery. Main thing he could do right now. And McLovin says he stakes him and he kind of melt. He kind of like it doesn't melt. He like he kind of chards up. Chars. He goes all. What is it? Burnt kind yep. of thing. Kind of like charcoaly, and he says something before he dies. And I don't know what it was. Is it like a thank it. you or something like that? Yeah, I think it was like because what I another thing that I really liked about this film. Like you turn to ash. That's a bad way. Yeah, um, but you can good. sort of see that in their final moments before they like their face completely disintegrates into ash, he becomes human again. So it's like this last lingering moment of his humanity before he's dead. Yeah. Um. So he obviously said something to him, but yeah, we, I couldn't work it out. I no. think he was saying, "Oh, like thank you" or something like that. As in, yeah. Like, thank you for. Going so and Ch- uh, Charlie and Amy run away. They run, but that's okay because uh, Colin's fine now. His face—he just looks like he's had a bad chemical peel. He's up. He's following them. So they run through. Yeah, he's healed up. He didn't permanently do anything. No. Doing. So they're running through the kitchen of this giant hotel, and they end up in the club. In the nightclub. In the nightclub. They're holding hands, but this, this place is chocked to capacity, and they get separated. And Colin's following them through the crowd. He is. Now, Colin grabs Amy. <gasps> Fuck. No. And um, he, like, cuts his finger and makes Amy drink his blood, which I assume glamours her. Yeah, so... He kind of, like, she becomes, a, like, a bride of 
Dracula yeah, vibe. Yeah, he, he like rubs his blood all over her and then kisses her, which basically, I think it just like hypnotizes her and paralyzes her. Yeah, glamour, her. glamours her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, no, she starts to, she likes him all of a sudden. Mm. And they start making And, and he does this all in front. Like, so we can see that like um, Charlie goes to go get them, but then the security guard's like, what are you doing, mate? You're yep. not allowed to be in here. And he's like, that guy's attacking my girl. And, he, like, and then he looks over and just sees them kissing Two each other. Yeah, out. Yeah, and he's like, they yeah, don't really look it doesn't like really look like that. Yeah, it's Yeah, fine. and also she's way too good looking for him and you know what yep. I mean. And uh, Colin bites Amy <laughs> in the club and um, as Charlie gets kicked out by the bouncer. Yep. We cut back to Peter Vincent who is packing his bags. Um, he is in clearly like super, just normal everyday clothes. Nothing fancy, nothing yeah. like gothic or he's anything just like that. He's just Jeans and t-shirt and stuff yep. and he's like, he's bailing. He's like doing a runner. Yeah. Um, basically, Charlie comes back in and... He goes, you need fucking help. He's like, look, Colin's got Amy. It, it, it's him or me. You've got to come help me. And Peter Vincent's basically like, no, I'm not helping you. Like, I've come up against this before. My parents were fucking killed yeah. by vampires. I survived because I hid. Yep. So he's so, basically, he's not a coward. He just did what he had to do to survive. So the whole time he knows that vampires are real. Yep. Because his parents have been killed by him. He goes, this is why you think I just collected this shit because I thought it was cool. This is why I collected it because I know it's all real and shit. Yeah. And he won't, he won't help him, but he gives him, you know, some advice. And then he gives him a stake. So he's like, this is a stake yeah, that... Yeah, so Peter gives this to Charlie. If you kill Jerry, Colin, with this... It's a super stake. Everyone it's who has... It's blessed by St. Paul's or something like yeah, that. Like some... one of the big things. So basically, if he... It's a com... uh, it's basically a, a convenient way out for the film. If you killed a vampire with this stake, whoever's been turned into a vampire from them also turns back to normal. And I'm like, yeah. convenient. Um, so he's like, okay. Well, this is a bit in the film where they have like in the original they had had to do it before midnight or something. Yeah. To ch- like because they only half changed everyone, but this is more like uh, that's not real vampire. No, I, I I was a bit like, oh no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's gives him the that's super stake. Um, I called it the super stake from. And he's on. like, okay, but how do I get close enough to to him to to stake him? Like he's fast. I'm I'm just me. And he's like, I don't know. Fucking torch him. Yeah, he goes like, catch, set him on fire. When va- when vampires are on fire, they can't think straight. Mm-hmm. Like they're, you know, they're like they don't, they make d- terrible decisions. And he's like, all right, that's how do I, that, you know, cool, whatever. Yep. That's not a very good plan. No. So we cut back to the hospital very briefly. He's sitting oh, with I his mum. I didn't even mention that. We're sitting with his mum for when the sun comes up. The sun comes up. He sheds a tear, and he goes immediately to the army. Oh, because he, he says like, obviously go attack him in the day. Yeah. But he still might be up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that thing yeah. is gonna be asleep. He goes, yeah, and we get a an. Uh, he goes to the American Army shop and he buys a shitload of fucking like uh, like SWAT armor shit and a crossbow. Yep. He's and, and then this is good. He's just like puts it all under the counter. You got you know the redneck behind the counter, looks down at all the shit and he goes like, uh, I got to go kill a vampire. And the dude just goes, Good for you, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As if he knows their vampires are real. Yeah. Like, good for you. Uh, so he then, he immediately rocks up at he Colin's suits up, house. He suits up. Yeah, we get a montage. Is, we get, I like a montage. He's Commando got, style. Yeah. Except he's like skinny white guy. He bursts into Colin's house like he's Where's a that? SWAT he's in, team. He's in all the gear. Yeah, yeah he's in, he's like in his SWAT, gear. He's, SWAT gear. You know, he's looking good. He's got a backpack. He's got fucking the stakes on belts. He's got his crossbow with wooden arrows. Yep. 
He knows what's up. He's doing it. He's walking through this house. This is cool. This is what I would have loved this. Is, if this had come out windows. when I was a kid, I would have loved this. Yeah, definitely. I love like the weapon. I like weapons and so because I love the Lost Boys and it has yes. like that the end scene of Lost Boys where they get all their gear, you know, and get it ready for the. I love that bit and it's kind of like that. I thought. Yep. He goes in. So yeah, Charlie goes into Colin's house. Yep. It's day. He smashes all the windows out because all the windows are blocked out, giving him, you know, a bit of bit of an advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he bursts into the cell area, finds Amy immediately, pulls her out, and then they're walking back through the house as they're. No, walking... no, no, no. He finds Amy instantly, oh, but then Colin she gets pulled out. Yeah, like so, like like under. Yeah, so she kind of falls through a trap door. Mm. So he look because he looks in the because every cell has like a peephole. What do they call it? Yeah, a peephole, like a door peephole. And she goes, zoop down. He's like, fuck, she's gone. And then, um, so he, he, um, and then all of a sudden he goes, he goes, fuck, I gotta go get Amy. He runs out and he runs straight into Peter Vincent. That's right. Who's also in the same kind of gear, like, as in, like, yeah. vampire hunting, like. He's got a leather jacket on now. He's, he's got, yeah. like, fatigue pants, you know, army pants on. He, he looks like a vampire killer. Yeah. He has stakes all under his, like, his, his fucking, his school shooter jacket. <laughs> And shit, but I'm like, how did he know where Colin's house was? <laughs> yeah, there's a few things in this film that Unless, is probably like, best he, not. To right, ask. there were some cutaways, so maybe he said like, "This is where the house is." Yeah, maybe. If you want to come help, probably had full it, maps and everything when he. But came like, if, if if he'd said that in the film, it would have been obvious he was going to rock up. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, it's fine. Yep. It's fine. I I knew it was going to rock up because that happened in the original Fright Night. So yeah. So now um, they're a team of vampire hunters. They have stakes. They have crossbows. They have um, fucking shotguns. Yeah. Like your fucking Peter Vincent's got shotguns and fucking like, all these sorts of vampire guns and shit. So good. So they basically head under the house. Um, and but yeah, they find like, another, 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 another deep under the house too. Like so he's... yeah. So so Collins because we already know he can dig pretty well. Yep. He's dug a massive room under the house, but it's all still like it's got like a dirt floor and yep. it's structured it's like up. Like a whole other fucking house down there. Yeah, well, it's like a mine. Mm. Like it's set up like a mine. Like it's held up with wood, like a mine. Yeah. The walls are still dirt, ground's dirt, but it's a big room. Like as in you know, big area. Yeah. Good, good area for a final fight. Yeah. Well, I get some Resident Evil vibes from this as well because they're in their SWAT gear and they're walking through the like the hallways. You know, you hear Amy calling out and and yeah. You know, he's Peter's like, like Peter's is... like, this is a trap, and he's like, well, I'm I'm kind of counting on it. So, yeah, yeah. Which is this great. is obviously a trap. Yeah. And then they find they come across this underground dungeon. Meanwhile, Colin There's is like, two like rooms hiding. This, yeah. There's two rooms. There's underground wood. This dirt place. And like, yeah, Colin's hiding on the roof. He jumps down between them. Yep. He pushes Charlie into the first room and locks him in there and says, good luck with Amy or whatever. Yep. So he's locked. Charlie is locked in the first room with Amy and that leaves Peter locked in the second room with... Oh, Peter is like, he's, he gets... Yoinked back. So he's back in the Oh, yeah, the, the first room. Yeah, 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 They're in separate rooms. He's in the dirt. They're, yeah. Dirt. They're both dirt rooms, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at this point, we get a bit of a monologue from Colin. Colin admits that he's the vampire that killed Peter Vincent's parents. Yeah. What a coincidence! Mm. Out of all, it's fine. So he then, like, sort of, he's going around. He picks up a little rock off the yeah, floor, Colin... and he just like 
Colin just flicks it. Flicks it at him. Hits him in the head. He starts bleeding a little. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck is that? I think, yeah, yeah. And then Colin flicks a pebble into Peter Vincent's forehead. And Peter Vincent's like, a pebble? Yeah. That's it. And he's like, wait. And yeah, so Peter's... Peter Vincent's forehead bleeds and one drop of blood hits the dirt and we all know that they're ground vampires. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all the walls start to shake and all the people that have been formerly in the film that have been killed by vampires all come start, out. Start like crawling out. Crawling out. And they're, like, all, they're, and they're all clearly... Can, from the walls? They're all clearly... They've like high contortionists that can yeah. like... They, their legs can go over their back, you know, like that. So they, they're, they're crawling in a way where they're... Their legs are coming over the top of their heads, you know, like that kind of shit. And I'm yep. like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. It's good. So while this is happening, we cut back to Amy and Charlie in the dungeon area, and Amy is playing the blame game, like you left me. You did. It's like manipulation tactic to sort of get him, um, you know. She's gone full sexy on him though. Yeah. As well, she she she's like pinned him down, and she's like that she wants to have sex with him. Yeah, you know. But sexy vampire sex, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, we cut back to back to. Peter Vincent, he's a uh, now he's shooting a couple of. He pulls out a new weapon and it's a fucking. A oh, it's a stake gun. It's a stake shotgun. He yeah. shoots one of the. He shoots two of the. The 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 wall vampires, <laughs> the, the, the the ones that are just the two the, of the fo- fodder. The the the, the goons, the, the hide, goon, hide goons, and they die. And then he like points the fucking stake gun at Colin, and Colin actually goes, <gasps> "Fuck." Yeah. He wasn't uh, prepared for that. He wasn't prepared for state gun. And, no. of course, he goes to shoot Colin and the gun goes and dies <laughs> and it breaks. And he's like, fucking eBay. Uh. <laughs> like <laughs> Peter Vincent says. So that when he says he buys shit off of eBay, that's yeah, the kind that of shit. Yeah, that was one of the things that he bought. Uh, I so thought that was funny. Back in the dungeon, yeah, Amy is now clearly straddling um, Charlie. Her face starts to turn into the – she is a vampire. Baraka. Like Baraka. He's – Stakes her. Now, misses the heart. So she's writhing he's, around. He basically she's belly, he gets her in the yeah. belly, but it still hurts her. Gets her gets her off of him. But he does it on purpose. He yeah. doesn't want to kill her. He runs. It's like She's like, you you missed me. You, you fucking missed me. He's like, I know. <laughs> and yeah. then he runs out. He sees all these vampires now on top of Peter. They're feeding on him. It's it's not happening. He starts blasting holes in the the floor. Yeah, so yeah, Char- Charlie picks up a shotgun that Peter yeah. had dropped. Yeah, I didn't get this. So Charlie starts shooting the root, the ceiling, and blasting, and sunlight's coming through. Like, but they're underground. There's a house on top of them. Well, yeah. So he's blasting through the floorboards. Yeah, but like the the, the sun wouldn't come through because. So, well, he's banking on all the windows that he's broken are. Oh, okay. That's a lot. That that's beams. Th- that were put some pretty intense beams of light. Yeah, they were pretty intense. Yeah. Anyhow, some of the vampires, you know, they start burning up. So you know, it's fine. Yeah, because he shoots and gets a, a shot, a hole in the roof that's exactly the right angle for to surround <laughs> Peter, yep. Peter Vincent, and blast all the vampires off of him. Yep. He goes over to him and like you know he's wounded, and shit. Peter starts to like. Vincent starts to smoke a little bit as well because he's changing. He's turning slowly because, like, they didn't they didn't get to do it all because he no. he blew them off. Um, but yeah, and then we um we see out of nowhere rocks up the Dave Franco vampire. So Dave Franco's there because he you know he got yep. killed earlier on. Yep, he's so, there. He just kind of knocks the shotgun out of like. He doesn't yeah. do anything, does he? So they're kind of hiding. So uh, Peter and Charlie are kind of hiding in the sunlight, the one beam of sunlight that's down there. Colin Farrell. He like, can't he, get he, to them. No, he comes up and he's clearly not able to get through because he's 
starts monologuing about like 400 years of survival. Yeah, you think fear, you can beat me? I'm a 400-year-old like, vampire. You know, and then he starts like playing with the light with his finger. His finger starts smoking. It's kind of cool. Amy comes out. She starts making out with Colin Farrell and they do some weird blood sucking. Yeah, it's like, almost like they to taunt him. It's a bit weird. Because Colin Farrell says to him, Sun's going to go down eventually, mate. We'll just wait. And so yeah. he starts like making out with his girlfriend in front of him. And then like Peter Vince is like, oh man, that's fucking, that's harsh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see at this point that fucking uh, Charlie puts on a fucking balaclava and goggles. Mm-hmm. And you realize that all the clothes that he's bought are fucking. Um, Flame retardant. No, they're, they're, it's a, it's a flame suit. Okay. Yeah. yeah for yeah. films. Yep. So he's bought like a flame suit, and then like Peter Vincent look uh, looks at him and goes like, "That's your fucking plan," and because he's like Peter Vincent's got a cigar and a lighter, and he lights up, um, he lights up Charlie's out uh, suit. So yep. he starts he turns into a a fireman. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "That's your fucking plan." He's like, "It was your plan." Yeah, <laughs> and so he jumps out and fuck because like Colin Farrell's like all busy getting with fucking Charlie's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even notice because he, he thinks he's just going to wait there until yep. he's not expecting Charlie to be on fire nope. and to jump on him. Charlie grabs fucking Colin and like, you know, bear hugs him and sets him on fire. Yep. So they start tussling, you know, Pete grabs a, a gun, starts blasting through the floor, more beams of lighter coming in. You know, at this point, Colin Farrell, he starts burning. No, he fl- and they start flying around the room. Yeah. So like, as in like vampire flying. So there's like, there's two men on fire, <laughs> hugging each other, uh-huh. flying around the room, hitting into the walls, hitting into the ceiling and the ceilings, oh, it's opening up more light now. Mm-hmm. So there's a mm-hmm. big fucking hole, of a beam of light in the middle of the room. Yep. So as this is happening as well, well like, because um, you said, is this a three D film? Yeah, it, it was definitely meant to be a three D film because we get all these shots of like, so we can, and we can see that Colin has reverted back to Baraka vampire, so mm-hmm. because he's like on fire, he's hurt, he's like he's just gone into animalistic, so he's not making good decisions. He's just kind of he's in survival mode. He's just biting at fucking yeah. At what's his name? At Charlie, yep. but like towards the camera, 3D style and shit. Anyhow, yeah, Peter Peter Vincent shoots some more holes into the wall, into the ceiling, so there's a big fucking gap. And then Colin and Charlie fucking, because they're thrashing around so much, they fucking thrash and land right in the sunlight. And then what happens? <laughs> All right, so so um, Colin he starts burning up. And he yells in pain. He's he's screaming in pain. He's like he's burning up, and we see that his chest has sort of started to burn open, and his his heart is exposed, Please. which gives Charlie the perfect opportunity to get his super powered fucking stake and no, no, yeah, stake him. Yeah, Peter Peter Vincent tosses oh, Charlie yeah, tosses the super him. stake and goes. In his heart. Yeah. I might go, in his exposed heart? Yeah. Sure. Because he has to stake him with that before he dies. Yes. But he's lucky that Colin Farrell's character is so powerful because the other Indian just explode straight away. Otherwise, yeah. everyone just would have died. Exactly. So or did they stay vampires? No, no, no. Because he staked him. No, but would they have stayed vampires? Or oh, would they have all died? Because he's the head vampire. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Anyhow, Charlie fucking super stakes Colin's heart. He burns up. 
No, he explodes, mate. He, he explodes does. into blood and a blood and fire particle system. A terrible CG mess. Yeah, oh, it's supposed to be like a a three D yeah. explosion. So, but like, he's, I like the blood and fire explosions. Yeah, yeah, like, this is great. It was so good. Um. So everybody who and like, like as as this is all as he's staked in with the super stake, all the other vampires have a fit on the ground, and we can see like the ghost, their vampireness come out of them. Yeah. And then it flies back into Colin. And as they all, the spirits, fly back into Colin, that's when he explodes. Oh, so good. It's too much power. Too good. Everyone's back to normal. Great. Charlie is unconscious. Mm. Uh, he wakes up. Because now, um, now uh, Peter Vincent's completely fine. Even yeah. though he had wounds. He had wounds, but he's okay. So no, he's, he's fine. Because he... he was turning into a vampire, he would have healed. Yes. And now he's fine. Yes. Amy's okay. Even fucking Dave Franco's fine. <laughs> he's there. He's like, what the fuck's going on? All the other people are waking up. They're fine. <laughs> Everyone's fine. No yes. one died in this film apart from McLovin. At, well, and, oh, the, and, the, and the lady at the start. The hot lady. There's only two, 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 two deaths in the whole three film. Three deaths. Four oh, yeah. deaths. Oh, Colin. Yeah. And the rando guy that he ate in the... Oh, the... yeah. Yeah, there's enough deaths. Yeah. Um, Charlie wakes up. Everything's all fine. Yeah, it's one of those moments yeah, where like, you know, don't we... you die on me. Yeah. We so, cut now to, we get some, like, hard rock music cut to Vegas. over Vegas. Fly over nice. shot. nice. And Charlie and Amy are making out in, in... They're getting sexy in Peter Vincent's room? Yeah, in, in his apartment. condo? So they're obviously, like, pals. Or they live together now? I think he's just using his apartment to, to bang Amy to make it a special occasion. And uh, Amy's, uh, Charlie's just about to bang Amy and then fucking the phone rings and he answers it yeah and it's his mum yep and she's just like hi i'm just calling in to say that now i'm awake and now we have a new house and i'm fine goodbye <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. uh that's uh, she's like okay cool. tied up that loose end um so you know they start making out again and then pete bursts in he's like i'm not looking I'm, like just, in their I'm not looking i'm here to grab my phone uh, i might look if you're naked i don't know i, I mean it's that line on the way out he yeah. goes like don't do anything I wouldn't do, which isn't much, apart from sushi and mini golf. That's the only things he doesn't do in his life, eat sushi or play mini golf. Yeah. I and know. then we just cut back to Charlie and Amy getting sexy again, and it cuts to credits. And I was like, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd hate it. What a fucking gross ending. That's an ending. I don't want to see, like, teens kissing and making, about to have sex. Making out. And then the end plays and there's some... Over-composited credits for a while and shit like that, you know, like, like doing like you know each character, you know, yep. like Colin Farrell, you know, like freeze frame with blood and shit all yep. over it, and yeah, that's pretty good. All that's right. the end. That what? is the end. So, final thoughts. Um, there were so many good-looking people in such a small space, eh? Yes. Like everyone in the town was good-looking. Everyone was good-looking, and like McLovin was supposed to be the ungood-looking person, but like there were no. Fat people in this film. No. There were no one that wasn't stick thin and beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. even everyone was at every school thing. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, why are there so many fucking crazy good actors in this film? Yeah. 
Well, this was, was around... it before they were all good actors? Well, no, because like they'd all done stuff in between. Yeah, Colin Farrell like... like in Bruges and all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, and Tony Collette's Tony fucking Collette, Tony Collette. Like, you know, whatever. And then guy, I hate. But I think it was like this film came out in 2011, so it was around the same time as there was a lot of like horror remakes happening. So you're doing a big budget studio remake, you're going to put some famous people in. There's there. a lot of famous people in like, this one. McLovin. Fucking McLovin. God, I really wish I'd have watched this in 3D. Um, because I remember watching it when it first came out. And oh, you'd seen it, had I, you? Yeah, I hadn't seen it since. So, like, I really like the gore in this. Um, Did you like it better this time because you know more about the actors and people yeah. and and just shit? And like, yeah, like I th- I always love revisiting a film as I get older and better. Uh, at oh, shit. I don't want to say wiser, but that's no, wiser. You know, um, so I definitely enjoyed it a lot more the second time around because I think the first time I was like, meh, two stars. Whatever. I have four notes. David Tennant was funny. Yep. Colin was great. Yep. Tony Collette was not used enough. Yeah. And McLovin was McLovin. Yep. <laughs> like, I like, really feel that Colin Farrell, even though like you might look at it thinking, oh, he's just a bit bit hunky in the film, like his role is really good. Like he plays this really good. Yeah, he played like that. He had some great little like comedy moments. There there is a lot of comedy in this film, even though we might not. He's have like a very casual. Enough, but... He's learned to live over yeah. four hundred years, how to blend in, and he's like Still likes to enjoy life. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly found the best place. Like Vegas, you know, he's living. Well, they mentioned that, uh, you know, everyone does night shifts. Yeah. So it's not weird to be out at night. No. Kind of thing. Um, except it's a small community, so they're clearly going to notice people dying. But yeah. Yeah. You don't shit where you eat, mate. You go to Vegas. You pick up strippers. You come home. You eat them. And then. What did you fine. give it? Um, I gave this a. F- F, it is definitely a fun and dumb trash pile. Yeah, like that's what I gave it as well. It's not something that I would probably say was awesome that everybody should watch. It's definitely not a classic. Um, but if it was on TV, on free-to-air free to TV, and you saw it on, you'd sit down and watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of those films. Like If, if you, you know, caught it. Yeah, if you caught it while it's on. Um, it, it's enjoyable. Like I'm, I'm really glad that we revisited it because this was the first watch for you and this was a... Uh, I hadn't seen it in like ten something years. So. As soon as I it, like people said it was okay, like the reviews, like it was in a couple of lists of like cool remakes. It's getting a lot of resurgence, sort of well, nostalgia it's got fucking for so it So many now. good actors like, in it. Yeah, like, like a lot of people have started talking about it recently. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Every so often, like certain films will just pop up and become really popular very quickly. Like there's no point in making a Fright Night two remake. No. You know what I mean? Like because that was it's like a one and done. Like yeah, it was like. I don't think they're, this not, film, they're not trying to do a franchise. No, this film wouldn't have been good enough, and it certainly didn't make enough money for them to warrant doing yeah, a second true. one. Yeah, so. if it made double money, it might have, but yeah, yeah but yeah. no, because um, okay. this came out around the same time as like Piranha Three Double D, which is also why the three D resurgence was back as well. Um, so yeah, was that the one we watched? Parks and Rec in it. Uh, we watched the first one. We haven't watched Piranha Three Double D. Oh, is that another one? That is another one. I haven't made you watch that yet. yet. What, are we, what are you going to make me watch next week? Well, next I'm, time. I'm going pure classic. I'm going Psycho, 1960. I've never seen it. I know you've never seen it. Um, it just doesn't like interest me. Well, you're going to have to Is watch it. Is it black and white? Yes. <sighs> no, I like black and white films. No, it's fine. I th- Lighthouse, Clerks. Yep. Other ones. <laughs> Sin City. I was going to say Sin City. That's it's not, fine. Uh, that's got color in it. Awesome. So, yeah, we're going to watch Psycho 1960, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, Before we do our little thanks and sign off, I just want to remind everyone um, about your merch pre-orders. So, yes, we're doing a run of shirts. Yes, we're doing some crews. 
We're doing crew jumpers based on orders. Crew necks, yeah. So yeah. you can't buy them after the fact. You can only pre-buy them. Yeah. As in, like, we're not, like, not going to do a run of them because they're no, super expensive so to make. Expensive. And we're, like, just paupers. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, like, I'm giving everyone until the end of the month, which is... Tuesday the 28th, the day that this will air. So if you listen to it on the day, this is your reminder to let me know if you want to A, a size or B, a size of a shirt that is bigger than an XL. Just shoot us a message. Mm. It's fine. Also, I want to mention uh, an event thing that we, uh, we, we're a bit a part of. The yeah. uh, Palace Nova Cinema in um, Prospect yep. has a new horror film, like, monthly uh event yep. on called the bonfire club which is horror based and it um so at the last friday of every month they've got some licenses to play some horror films the first one they're doing in the on the big screen is evil dead og yeah. second one they're doing is um 28 days later and the third one they're doing is killer clowns from outer space um this is a great event there is going to be um cop like, like movie themed cocktails on the night yeah there is giveaways from uh, us like yep. television um and a whole bunch of other shots Greenlight comics is a sponsor as well underground so underground records yep. is a sponsor uh so this is like this is a, it's a fairly big deal for Adelaide to have like a horror yeah. like like movie night thing happening. Mm. So the Bonfire Club, check it out. We we're gonna try it. We're we're really gonna try to make the first one. Yes, um, at least uh, I'm gonna try and make as many as I can. Kind yeah, of thing. same. It's... We, we, we no, we we will probably definitely be at the first one. Yes, um, because they're giving away our merch and shit like that. Yeah, and I want to drink the cocktails. And um, if you want as well, the uh, Greenlight Comics is running a competition at the moment. Uh, to win a, a, a free double pass for uh, it's not at the moment, closer to the date. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Are that. we running that? Are we running one? I am. Um, is it just you guys? At the moment, it's just us, the Greenlight Comics. Yeah, but I probably probably could, we could organise for the other ones who can get a double pass. Yeah, but anyway, we'll, we'll we'll do that. So yeah, head over to the Greenlight Comics page. Not yet. It's not up yet because no. it's coming in March. End of March. Ma- March twenty eighth. March twenty eighth or thirty first, I think. I think it's like the last Friday of every yeah, month. Yeah, it is. So the so. last Friday of March is is the thirty first, the last day of that. So yep. yeah, so we're a bit early yet. We're just announcing no, it's it. It's fine. It's like I I like to pre plan things, so mm. you can also be pre planned. I think the tickets are they, they might be available already to buy. Well, they're already advertising it. So yeah, yeah. So you yeah, can buy the tickets already. You, tickets. All right, so you book your tickets now. Evil Dead on the big screen. Can't yeah. go wrong. Yeah, Looks it's great. It's going to be so good. Awesome. And theme cocktails will be there. Other people will be there. Yeah. Horror people. Everybody. Come down. Be It'll be fun. So before we sign off, we just want to take a moment to thank our listeners for interacting with us in one way or another over the past fortnight. We've got Patrick Roberts, William Chappell, Kevin Patterson, Cripsy, Emma Duran, Sar Suli. Sorry. Uh, Sarah Suri. Sarah. Sarah. Uh, Dion Cracknell. And I apologize. Charlene. Shireen. Shireen. Shireen Leah. Thank you. Uh, you have been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with you Dan. You didn't want to say her last name. I, it's I can't it, pronounce it. It's Co... Co-Coek. Coek. Coek? doesn't matter. We were going to butcher her. Also, the ne- Neither Noose, who is one of the yes. organizers of yes. the um, the Bonfire Club. Yep. So he's one of the organizers yes, and he's a listener. So news. hopefully you'll hear this. Yeah. Oh, he will. He'll hear it. And Chris Franks, always Chris Franks. Always Chris Franks. Always Chris Franks. Uh, so always Adam Gillespie. Yes, always, always. always. Uh, 
Always Patchy Roberts. Yeah. Every time. Uh, you have been Kevin listening Harrison. to Terrorvision Horror Actually, Podcast. It's always, always. Yeah, it's time. always just the same fucking people. No, it's not. Because you guys are awesome. We love you. So we are available on all major podcasting services. Please make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment, share with your friends. Interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. You'll get a shout out on an episode. Um, it's at Terrorvision Pod and it'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes. And until next time, may all your dreams be nightmares. <laughs>